You're listening to In Search of Her. If you ever have a hard time trusting people or think that some people may have an agenda up their sleeve, you may wonder, why is this person so nice? They must want something from me. Or, on the contrary, maybe you have your walls up because you're afraid to trust some people because maybe you were hurt in the past, maybe someone lied to you, and now you're afraid that other people may have bad intentions and that most people shouldn't be trusted. Well, if you ever thought this, please keep on listening because I'm going to tell you some stories of what happened to me while I was living overseas and some stories from my travels to make you rethink that it's okay to not trust everyone, but to not think that everyone is out to get you and that there are kind and genuine people in the world and that it's okay to trust people. It's just a matter of who to trust. So let's dive on into the show. You're listening to In Search of Her. I'm Emily Walsh. Here I have honest conversations on grief and loss. I share stories, tips, and lessons on how we can use holistic healing to be comforted and discover our pure and authentic self. If you ever feel lost in this constant and fast-paced world but know you are meant to be and do more, then you're in the right place. So get comfy and let's dive on in. Thank you so much for listening to this episode. This is episode number 16, and this is the second episode of 2020. And I am so happy to be recording this because I had just come back from living overseas in Taiwan, and I was living in Taipei, Taiwan for 16 months. I left America for the first time for a job in Taipei, Taiwan, and I lived there a little bit longer than I had planned. And while I was over there, I had traveled to many places around Asia. I went to Singapore, Hong Kong, Macau, Bangkok, Thailand, Seoul, Korea, Bali, Indonesia, and all over Taiwan. And I'm just so happy and grateful that I was able to have this experience. And as I was there, I had obviously ran into a lot of people. And you would, and most of my travels had been solo. Not because I didn't have anyone to go with, but because I kind of choose to go by myself. So all of my international trips from Taipei, I went by myself, mainly from my new work schedule that I had. A lot of my teacher friends, they had a completely different schedule than me, so it just made sense for me to go travel by myself. And I wanted to share some stories with you to maybe change your mind on not trusting people. Because... I get this a lot and I see some comments in my Instagram feed and on Facebook that, you know, I don't really trust people and how are you able to travel overseas? Aren't you afraid to be taken advantage of? And to be quite honest, I didn't really have a lot of things happen to me while I was overseas. In fact, Taipei and Taiwan in general is a very safe country and there's very low crime and pretty much all the places I've been to nothing really happened. So I want to share some stories with you to maybe rethink your mindset on not trusting people because I felt that way too. Years ago before I left Taiwan and set off on my great adventure living overseas, I was afraid to trust people, open up to people, and I always thought that if someone were nice to me that they wanted something from me 
and that they weren't genuine and maybe they were fake or they just, you know, just weren't genuine and they wanted something from me. And also, I had a hard time trusting people in a sense because some people that I came into contact with didn't really do good things to me. So I was afraid to open up to other people and to trust others because, you know, I was taken advantage of before in the past. And so from that, I would put up these big walls to not trust anyone. So I would walk around the world thinking there are a lot of people that are out to get me that I shouldn't trust anyone, um, especially men, um, that all men are bad, and even women too. Like I would go around thinking, you know, some women don't really shouldn't be trusted because I had some friends or friend people that aren't my friends anymore in the past um, would do not so nice things to me, not not be honest with me and do other things but that's of the past and that doesn't matter anymore but I would walk around afraid to trust people because of my past experiences which hindered me into developing other relationships so I would walk around not wanting to trust anyone and that kind of backfired on me because number one I didn't really cultivate any other relationships I kind of had the same friends because I was afraid of making new friends because why should I trust other people right and maybe you have felt this way too you're afraid to open up to some people maybe even to be friends with people maybe it's a romantic relationship or even strangers on the street and maybe you walk around thinking that there aren't nice people in the world and especially if you are an American listening to this a lot of the times we hear and see on the news of hate and, you know, war and a lot of stuff going on that we probably don't want to see. So, of course, when we watch the news, we think, well, why should we trust people? This is what's going on in the world. But as I left America, that's not really what happens. And people are people. Of course, they're you know, there are bad people everywhere and there are also good people everywhere too. And in fact, from me living overseas, I experience more good people and kind people than, you know, people that aren't to be trustworthy. So I wanted to share a couple of stories with you to maybe rethink that, you know, there are actually good genuine people out out there and that you shouldn't be scared to open up or even to trust people or to trust strangers. Now, I'm not saying that you should trust everyone. I think that you should, you know, use your instincts as well. But also in a sense to have a reminder that, you know, not everyone is out to get you. Not everyone has a hidden agenda. Not everyone is trying to, you know, steal from you, hurt you, or do anything to you really. And there are people that really want to help you and that are just kind. And I hope that this episode kind of sparks something in you and make you rethink like hmm maybe I maybe I should like you know not have my guard up all the time and have that because I think when you let your guard down you invite more people into your life that are good so when you have this wall thinking that other people are not nice and you shouldn't trust anyone that's what you're gonna get you're gonna get people that you know aren't trustworthy But I think it's a matter of having boundaries and using your instincts, but also knowing that, you know, people are people and it's okay. So let's dive on in to some of the stories. 
on one of my trips, I went to Hong Kong by myself, and I went there during Chinese New Year. And during Chinese New Year in 2019 was in early February, and that's when I went. And I spent seven days there, and I believe on day four, I was planning to go up to Victoria Peak, which is at the top of the hill where you can see the entire city of Hong Kong. And I believe it was around ten o'clock a.m., eleven a.m. I had just eaten breakfast, and I was on my way to the bus stop to go up to the very top of the peak and to take the bus. And so I walk to the bus stop. And there wasn't a big line at the bus stop. In fact, there was a small group of people. But as the bus kept passing, the bus was full, so the bus didn't even stop at the bus stop because there were so many people on it. And since I'm in Hong Kong and I have no idea where the next bus stop is, I just keep on waiting, and I probably wait thirty minutes. And all these buses go by, and other people are kind of looking around too, thinking, okay. Are we going to get on the bus? Like, is the bus coming? But it just so happens that because it was Chinese New Year, it was so busy that the bus was just full. And maybe I should have did more planning, but um, I didn't. But whatever. So there was this guy that was at waiting for the bus too. And you know, from living in Taiwan, I know a little bit Chinese. It's not that good, but I can get by with it. I guess you can say. And During the time,、um, this guy was talking that you know he has to go up to the peak, and he wants to take a taxi. He waved down a taxi, and he looked at me. He said, "Do you want to share?" Like we kind of like had a small conversation. Do you want to share the cab together? And I said, "Sure, I don't care." And he was going to pay the first half because his stop is before the peak where you had to go to you know see the view. And I said, "Okay, fine." And then these group of people looked at me like I was crazy, you know. I mean, you know, I am an American girl, and I'm getting in a cab with some dude from Hong Kong. He doesn't even speak English, but I said, "Okay, let's just get in this cab or whatever." So, yeah. So I ended up getting in the cab with this complete stranger,、um, but I knew enough Chinese where I knew what he wanted, and I knew he just wanted a ride, but he didn't want to pay. For a full taxi, so he kind of was talking in Chinese, asking other people if he wants to join him. And to me, I probably shouldn't have done it <laughs> as a solo traveler. That's probably not the best thing I've I've done. But you know, I knew my instincts, and I <laughs> just went with it and said, you know what, I I have a picture of the cab driver, and you know, I didn't think anything would happen. I didn't think anything of it because I shared cabs with strangers before. Uh, in Taiwan, not in Hong Kong. So for me, it was like okay, whatever. It didn't really phase me to get in a cab with another stranger, and it turns out that nothing really happened. He was trying to talk to me in Chinese, asked me if I had like a boyfriend or husband or where I was living,、uh, what I do for work, and all this stuff. And it was a nice conversation. It was very short because it was all in Chinese. And it was very short because he spoke Cantonese and not really good Chinese, so we barely spoke, and it was very short to the point. And the taxi driver dropped him off on the side of the road, wherever he his stop was that he needed to go, and he, I just the taxi driver just kept driving me to the peak, and that was that. I got into. A cab with a complete stranger without knowing the language, and that is probably one of the most 
I wouldn't say the most craziest thing I'd done since living overseas, but I would say that's probably one of the most riskiest, I guess you could say, because, you know, um, we couldn't communicate very well, and, um, you know, stuff can happen, right? But nothing happened, and I, I didn't think he was going to do anything, and, um... I used my instincts, and he just wanted a ride, and he didn't want to pay the full price. And I said, sure. Another time that this happened was in Taiwan. I ended up taking a train to go into another city in Taichung. And in Taichung, there's this little village area called Rainbow Village. And basically, what it is is an abandoned village that um, a veteran from Taiwan decided to paint to restore the village and he painted the entire village in rainbow colors and all these different characters and words and stuff he, he even painted the cement and the reason why he did that he wanted people to not sell the homes and the village so he just painted mind you this guy I believe is like in his 80s right now but I wanted to see this village and there was this other thing that I did but I ended up going to this village took a cab there, you know, walked around the village, took some pictures, and after I was done with my time at the village, I just started walking towards the city where I think there would be cabs, and I was starting to get hungry, and I decided to just go to this random restaurant and ask them if they have vegetarian food, which they did, they made a special dish for me, and I ate, paid, or whatever, and I was looking on the map to see where the high-speed rail was so I can go there early because I was kind of done at that city at the time. And I just wanted to get back to Taipei, which is about two hours by train. And I was done. I wanted to go walk to go find a cab to go take me to the train station. And I asked them, like, oh, where is the cab? Like, do I walk this way? Do I walk that way? Where do I go to find a cab? And the restaurant owner said, there are no caps. And I said, okay, well, where can I go to get one? And there was a lot of translating between the owner and the daughter and stuff because the daughter spoke English. And basically the daughter said, well, there's no cabs around here, but we will take you. And so I was like, oh my gosh, like this family is going to take me to the train station. And like I said, they barely speak English, um, only the daughter. So what happened was, the dad stays at the restaurant to, you know, keep things running. But they said, no, come, we'll take you. So the grandpa, the mother, and the daughter and the son all took me to the train station because the daughter said it was only a mile away, which I think it was a little bit more, but it ended up being like a 10-minute drive, I would say. And so I got into this car with the family and they drove me to the high-speed rail. I offered them money. They said no. And that was that. I just, I couldn't find a taxi. And they offered me a ride. And they drove me to the train station. Just like that. No questions asked. Didn't even ask me for money. And for me, like I said, when I was when I was there in Taichung, I was also by myself. So all these things that keep happening, I'm by myself traveling. And I'm not sure why it, this happens when I travel solo, but it just so happens that it does. 
Because even when I'm with my friends and I'm traveling or doing something, none of this happens. So it's almost like one of those things that it's almost hard to believe. It's like, no, you need to be there. But I swear it happened. The last story that I want to say, I was in Taipei, Taiwan, and this was about the first or second week of school. So I was, this was maybe the third or fourth week I was living there. And there's this temple pretty close to my apartment. I would say it's about a 15 minute drive, so it's not that far, but it's not where I can walk there. So I ended up taking an Uber to go to the temple, and I go to the temple, you know, hang out, take some pictures. And what I like about this temple is that you can see the entire skyline of Taipei, which is why I went. And by the time I'm done, it's getting close to dinner time. Which is getting a little dark, which I should probably get back home so I can, you know, go over my lessons and planning and stuff. So, go down to find a taxi or a ride or an Uber or something. I think what I ended up doing was I tried to find an Uber because, you know, I got there by Uber. And Uber says there's no Ubers available in your area. And I was like, okay, great. It's like, well, how do I get back? So, I started walking down the hill of the temple where usually there's a taxi. In Taipei, there are many taxis, and this temple isn't that far from the city center, so I was kind of freaking out because I had only been there for three to four weeks. Like, oh my gosh, I need to get home. Why aren't there any cabs? You know, I just went up to these random people and started Google translating. Like, is there a, you know, taxi number or an English speaking taxi number that I can get so I can, you know, go home? And they pretty much had no idea what I was saying. Other people started to come closer to me and this group that I was trying to ask. And it turns out that this young girl, she's maybe in her, you know, early to mid 20s, she was riding a motorcycle. She offered, like, you can get on my bike, I can, you know, drive down the road and I can find a taxi for you. So, what I ended up doing was I got on the back of her motorcycle. She drove me down the road and she drove until there was a cab and she honked the horn until um, we found a cab and that's what she did. That, that's what happened. I got on her bike. The reason why I wanted to share these stories is because a lot of these things had happened while I was living overseas and nothing really bad happened to me. I think the most worst case scenario that had happened while I was living overseas and traveling was someone asked me for more money when it shouldn't have been and I believe I was in Bali and they said that this taxi ride or whatever was this much but I said no that's way too much I mean I ended up taking it anyways because I think it was like what I don't know 10 US dollars so I was like fine whatever I will have a ride with you but other than that, nothing really strange has happened. What I am saying is that should you trust everyone on the street? No, but you should use your your gut and your intuition and, you know, feel it out. But I wanted to share this because I know that there are a lot of people that need to hear this that are listening or, you know, may have thought, you know, I shouldn't trust anyone, not everyone is good out there and especially if you have walls up and think that people are out to get you and I wanted to share this because 
there are genuine people out there that do good things for strangers and that you know they don't want their your money and they don't want to steal from you and I wanted to share this that in all my situations that had happened to me while I was overseas in Taiwan and through my travels is that majority of it they didn't even speak English and I was still fine and I wanted this to you know I hope that this changed your mind and brought a new light to you and new perspective that you don't even have to speak the language and there are nice and kind people that genuinely want to help you. I have met the most kindest people living overseas and if I never went overseas, I would have never became friends or encountered some of the people that I met and I have endless stories and memories that I have through my travels and I have to share it with people because I think it's very valuable and I think it's just good to know that we don't have to speak the same language and to trust people. There are kind, genuine people out there and I think that the world needs to hear it. I hope that this episode reminds you to not put up walls all the time and that it's okay to let your guard down and know that there are good people. Like I said, I feel like I keep repeating myself again and again, but there are and I've lived it and you don't need to go far and to go overseas to experience it. You can experience it in your city and I will see you in the next one. Thank you so much for tuning into this episode. I would love to hear from you and connect with you. If you are hanging out on Instagram, I want you to screenshot it, share it in your stories, and tag me at emily.a.walsh. And if you are hanging out on Facebook, you can join my Facebook group at www.facebook.com slash groups slash in search of her. If you would like to connect with me on a more personal level, feel free to send me a DM on either Facebook or Instagram, or you can email me at contact at emilyawalsh.com. I would love to hear from you and to continue the conversation, and I will see you in the next one.